Marsh is still for Petrangelo, right for Eichel. He shoots and scores! Off the bar it is! Tie game! Jack Eichel, power play goal! Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Stone sets up Eichel across the line. Left wing Barbashev. Stone in front shot. Score on the rebound! First try got stopped. Second time gets through. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the. So right off the hop, I just want to let everybody know, and it might be a little disappointing, we'll see, just a 90-minute show today, 90 minutes, then we will give way to the Henderson Silver Knights as they will have their game today on Fox Sports Las Vegas, so a little bit of a change, that'll go at 530, but listen, 90 minutes, that's all we need. I promise you we're going to get to everything you could ever want to know about the Vegas Golden Knights and dissecting last night's 4-1 loss to the Florida Panthers. We're going to get into our game ratings in just a little bit. We've got one-timers coming your way. Darren Millard will have those in uh, just a little while. It's going to push up to maybe 4.30 or so for the one-timers. And then my favorite, the Hockey Parlay Contest is back. Yes, and we did not get a winner last week. Is that correct? That is correct. So I think we are, what, $300 now? No, we're 200. at two. We're at two? 200 That's right. Jordan, Jordan won two weeks ago. Yeah. So I had a boo drop ready to go when you said we're only 90 minutes. But then I couldn't use it because we're leading into the Silver Knights. So that's yeah. that's a yay. That's a yeah. cheer. So Wouldn't that have been embarrassing? Oh, that would have been. I mean, It would not have been good. I mean, listen, Brian McCormick's my buddy. So I would have yeah. really felt bad if I would have had. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Johnny Blue Checkmark comes uh, comes barreling, barreling into, the, into studio. the studio. Yeah. I had a call. That's okay. I had a call. No one's upset about that. No, no. In my fact, el- we, my elbow's a little numb right now. Yeah, but his that's elbow's fine. upset. Well, I, this is that's the problem with this. We've I understand. been through the makeup of this studio. Yep. Is it puts people in awkward spots. They sure. redid the whole studio. Yep. And Natalie, if you're listening, I love you. But it's just the facts of the the way that it's set up that Ryan can't slide around the other side, and he's in front of the door. And if you walk into the studio, you're going to hammer him. Yeah, I hammered his elbow. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm the only one who's got a great, great location here in the studio. Which, like, I, I feel like there was. Well, how did he turn it into him? Well, because like, it's always he about not me? going to. Yeah. We, you've you've been doing this long enough with him long enough to know that it's always going to come back to Chris Chapman. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Chris Chapman, oh, I'm boy. putting it out there right now. I saw I saw that there's a adopted dog that's about to enter the VGK family mm-hmm. and they're looking for a name mm-hmm. and I'm starting the, uh, the petition you or the movement, the movement to have the pup named uh, Chappie. Actually Chappie was Rita's suggestion. I said Chapman Rita corrected me and mm-hmm. said it should be Chappie. So yeah. uh, I don't know who, who's responsible for naming what, the dog. Bill why, why Bruce. are you moving away from your actual nickname? From. Your your actual nickname is Magnum. Yeah, no, his actual yeah. nickname on this show is Chappie. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay. Chapman Chappie. Yeah. And it's... and the 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 story about the dog <laughs> is the Golden Knights announced today 
that they have partnered with America's Vet Dogs to co-raise mm. a future service dog. So awesome. For a United States veteran or first responder with disabilities. I don't know what you just called it, but it wasn't that. I said they were you, they were they were involved with a, sound, with adopting a dog. Yeah, you made it sound like they're they're going down to the SPCA and grabbing <laughs> Fido and adopting a dog. No, no, it's it's a That's, noble no, it's a noble cause. What you made it sound like is totally different than what is happening. By the way, there's an episode of one of my all-time but, but favorite that's TV what he shows. Does. He goes, by the way, and he tries to change the <laughs> yeah. subject. King of the Hill. Now you two which is, get along. Which is an all-time you two great. get along. See, I, I don't know if Ryan's ever watched King of the Hill, but I, I somehow have a feeling you'd like King of the Hill. Yeah. But there's an episode where Bill, the neighbor, adopts this gorgeous like uh, golden retriever or, mm-hmm. or German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And Hank says, oh, I'm going to do something noble. I'll... I'll, I'll Watch an animal for a service member while they go out on their tour, and he gets a cat. And he's okay. really unhappy with the fact that he gets a cat. That would be me. Yeah, me too. 100%. So fans are invited to submit name ideas mm-hmm. for the dog. Chappy. Online. Chappy. And you can click the link. Uh, we can tweet that out. Can we tweet that out? Yeah. Exit that out? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Exit, Exit out. out. Exit out, yeah. So what do you say if you want to put it on X? I, I don't know. We still say tweet because well, the guy who owns well, X or, or put it on threads or whatever. No, so on, on X, they're called posts. Okay, so, so if so you we'll, want to post, we'll post it. it. We'll yeah, post, post it on it. X. The puppy, for everybody that is not aware of this situation, it's a seven-week-old hmm. male yellow lap. Chappy. And it's going to join the Golden Knights in the coming weeks and spend 16 to 18 months undergoing basic training and socialization with Golden Knights players and staff and fans. It's going to be around T-Mobile and City National Arena. It's going to uh, be a frequent visitor to the office. And it's going to be exposed to all kinds of different environments to help mold the puppy uh, to be the best possible uh Service talk. See now and, that I and, and it's going to be in the office, and we have already put forward that Ashley and I and Garrett and India are all going to be like dominating the uh, attention and focus of this puppy. Well, we know of the four, you probably do the least amount of work, so that would make sense that you would probably dedicate what? lots of time to. What goes into a great dog name? I don't know, but Chappie is a great dog name. By the way, Chappie was a character in Iron Eagle. Well, I, would, I would think you want something more VGK-focused. Sure. Well, well listen, puppy. Chappie is the so producer send, of the VGK oh, Insider Show. Send us a uh, text to 702-876-1340, what, and we'll also put out, post the link to submit uh, uh, your... Already done. Just did it. Your... Uh, idea mm-hmm. for the the dog uh, name, the yellow lab. So this is uh, this is an opportunity to be interactive. And but I would love to hear right the first blush what people are thinking for a uh, dog name. Chappie's interesting. It's unique. Uh, I'm I think it's a little selfish, but <laughs> it it does have a nice feel to it. Like I, I like come here, Chappie. Come here. I just think every time. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, no, let's try it. Chappie, you want a treat? Chappie? Chappie, we got to go out to pee. Let's go. Go pee. I I think that we're kind of on the same wavelength here with senior Chappie and junior Chappies. Yeah. 
Listen, it's, it's it's a great name. And just think, every time that, that pup was in the office, Darren mm-hmm. would have to say, hey, Chappie, and he would automatically think of his favorite producer. What oh. other names? If, if there's a VGK name. Well, Lizette Villanueva tweeted it should be named Stanley. Stanley. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, but we don't want to live in the past. We want to live in the present and the future. Well, why are you discounting that that happens again? I'm not. Well, don't. But. It's not necessarily living in the past if you do it again. Yeah, but if you don't win it again. It can be Stan for short. Yeah, I like Stan. Stanley. Mm -hmm. I feel like Stan is a good dog name. Like, because I I don't want to go, like, so far in the other direction where it's only a name that would be for a dog. I like the idea of, like, very human names for dogs. I love that. Like Fred. Like or Fred. Yeah. Or, or like Mabel. Mabel. Mabel's a good one. Yeah, and Mabel it, is a good one. Yeah. So Stan. That's good. Stan or Stanley. You've got uh, Campbell for the Campbell Conference. That was the first trophy mm-hmm. that the Vegas Golden Knights won. We, we've already had a couple of brainstorming meetings about oh, wow. about this. You're, uh, you're ahead of the we, curve here. We Yeah. Uh, you guys know that... There's certain parts of my job that allow me to be on the inside. Mm-hmm. So when something this comes up, and this 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 did happen a couple of weeks ago where we were working through this, and uh, not all of my suggestions were received with great enthusiasm. Sure, but I I did like Campbell because of uh, that trophy. Uh, you could do you could do victory, mm-hmm. like that would be a cool name. Uh, win. Um, uh, Pacific uh, for the division. There's there's all kinds of uh, something hockey or VGK related. Well, I can tell you right now the on the text line the leading candidate right now is Stanley. Okay, Vicky Brogan says Stanley. Liam Reed says Stanley Pup. So there you go. Mm-hmm. What about Foley? Foley's good. Like Foley you've, good. you've got the ties mm-hmm. to to the military. You've obviously got the ties to the Golden Knights. Foley is a good one. <laughs> what else on the text line? Um, this one, this one's funny. Like, I love it when my family listens. But my my daughter says Wilder, like Wild Wild West, or Gene Wilder, Wilder. or well, well that she has meant, nothing to do with Vegas. She meant it specifically, as in like they play in the Wild Wild West. Wilder, there you go. Well done, Charlotte. Good job, Lancelot. I thought who who scored. The- Named after who scored the first goal for the Vegas Golden Knights? Oh wow, James be, Neal. Yeah, yeah. Or the first home, home goal game? was Ho- Tomas Nosek. 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 Yeah. Or Nosey. Tomas Nosey. Yeah. yeah. Like, Nosey. They're, they're, so I, I'm not saying that that will become a contender, but but I mention those ideas just to get you thinking about well, it. But, and, and this this puppy is going to be in the office a lot, and it's going to be awesome. So just think of yourself, or just keep in mind that we'll be calling said dog uh-huh. over, and we have to use use that name. Well, here's a good one from, again, from Lizette Villanueva. Nighty. Yep. Which could be nighty as in night or the Shane. Y, yeah. Or Shane. Yeah. There you go. That's nighty, yeah. Yeah. I like this one. Joey Zamboni tweets, <laughs> Joey Z. <laughs> well, why not? Uh, isn't Joey a buddy of yours? No, no, I don't know Joey Samponi. But... Chapman, Chapman. Yes. No. But isn't isn't Joey a buddy of yours? Because that would make sense because you're both very 
about yourself. No, I, I, I've again, I've never met Joey. But Z- no, Zamboni, no, 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 Zamboni no. is is a great name. Zamboni's yeah. a fantastic yeah. one. Yeah. Um, he didn't put Joey Z. He put shutout. Oh. He was Why saying would put Joey is, Z? Because I, I I assume that he thinks he's got to like classify who he oh, is dile- oh, on the text line. Joey, yeah, you don't need to. Tell you don't us who need you are. to do that. Yeah, we can. You see. really don't. Okay. But Joey, I take that back. That was all Chapman's mistake. Yes. <laughs> I take it back. It, that was not what you meant, and I'm, I apologize for for referencing you in that particular vein. So, what was his? It was shout out. Shout out. Yep. That great name. Yeah. yeah. We're we're getting uh How about D pair or D man? No. D man no. for uh defenseman. The, believe Misfit. it believe it or not, we've got a four check here. Forward? Four check? Four I, check. I, again? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Back check? I don't I, like I, back checking. I don't I don't see a back check. I don't only, like I don't think four check. I, I I prohibited you from talking about back checking during the preseason. You did. But back checking, uh mm. back check as as a dog name, maybe. Um Mm, ozone. I like Misfit. Misfit works. Yeah. That's from Win O. Yeah, Misfit is a. It fits. That works for the entire organization. And as this person says, it works for either gender. Mm-hmm. If it's a male or female, you it's can a go male. Misfit. Okay. Chappy. I I don't. I think there's part of this that you <laughs> you really don't know because you scanned it and you looked at maybe three letters. <laughs> yeah, D-O-G and, and that's it And you don't know the entire You didn't know the entire story coming on And you're learning Well, that's as that's, we, that's as we why talk. you make $350,000 a year it, To yeah. tell the whole story It doesn't even and, say and D-O-G you know in it It oh. says pup yeah. Pup, even better oh. <laughs> I make three hundred fifty k a year doing this And I'm underpaid working with Chapman That's, that's the have, ultimate explanation I have, I have no comment on that one I wonder what the uh, I, I would because I'm, I'm guessing that when Chance was named, there were probably multiple names that were thrown out as well. So like I no, wonder, no, what, no. They, they 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 had a meeting and they said Chance, and then everyone went, yeah, and then they that's it. They oh, just, they, no, they went, of course really? not. Okay. No, of course yeah. not. Are, you, you think you think somebody's gonna name well, a mascot and have one well, no, and, then, I mean, and then end the meeting? And go, we got all this time. To spare. Let's this go get great. some pizza. Let's go yeah. get lunch. Yeah. That's, no. only, that's the way my meetings. That's, like, o- that's only when you're naming hotels. I, you yes. put a tree in it. That's all you got to do. It's unbelievable. That he went. I'm. Sh- I don't know whether there was more names than chance. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, my, my type of meeting, chance. Yeah, chance is good. Yeah, all right, no, let's I go. like that. That works. Lotus of Siam. Let's go. Okay. Who's in for beers? Um. So we've got a couple of really good ones here. Uh, Zoe Beatty, cadet. The West Point tie-in. That makes a lot of sense to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Cadet. Okay. And Scott Thompson says Hattie. Yes. For hat trick. Yeah. What's a, is it a, they call it a plebe? A plebe? At, uh, at West Point? Like a freshman? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I freshman. don't know, but I'm looking up the name plebe? of the mascot, the mule. And they have multiple. What, what are you talking about? Well, their mascot is a mule. Who? West Point. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah. I, I I didn't know where you you jumped over a stage there for. Yeah, me. and I, and I'm looking up. So Ranger, you went from Chance to yeah. say I'm looking up the mascot and it's a mule. I'm like, where where do we go from? So 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 Ranger is one of the names. Jack Ranger would be good. Jack was one of the names too. But I think it's got to be something that, 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 VGK. Well, Jack certainly fits. Naming it after a player's hard. 
I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know that I'd go to yeah, that that's, direction. It's just hard organizationally. It's hard for fans. You you become attached. Yeah. And and listen, we know we know Jack likes dogs. Jack loves mm-hmm. his dogs. So so maybe Jack would end up spending a lot of time with Jack if he was named Jack. Connie. Ooh. That came up in our meeting. Did it? Yep. Yeah. Was it Smythe, a, too. Smythe. Smythe's good. Yeah. I don't mind that. Now, who came up with Connie? Be I honest. There, there was a bunch of people in this It was meeting. a brainstorming session. Well, someone I mean, had to I mean, throw it no, out. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Nate. Okay. Or I'm gonna that go, doesn't surprise or, me. Or Garrett. Nate, would, Nate or Garrett would come up with it. Or Rogers. One, one of the three of them. Oh, my buddy. It was a, it was a, it was a high level meeting. So she's now Rogers. Like no first name, just Rogers. <laughs> Call her Rogers. We like that's why nicknames are on the the office. G Man, Garrett, uh, Nate. Wait, Jack, Garrett's got a lot of nicknames. This is GC. This is G Man. I say I say GC when I don't really want him out there. Yeah. Well, every I'm, now and everyone then. knows who GC is. Well, so. yeah, but like well, if we you, do in this room, yeah. but not if anybody. you. Yeah, if you've got enough time, but between mentions, it, it kind of loses its. <laughs> this is now like the most. The, the most action we've gotten on the text line since it was introduced. Hey, I'm telling you, dogs, yes. if you, if you want to yes. boost your involvement on Twitter or Instagram yeah. and uh, interaction Add and, a dog. and uh, just going through and getting people to participate, add, add pets. Mm-hmm. That, that absolutely happens. Just so, not cats. I, there's nothing wrong with cats. No, there's not. They're just not good pets. We... <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, what do we got? Elvis, six, mm, as Elvis in good. Cup, and, cup six. and six. Yep. Squire. Squire's on there. Yeah. Uh, okay, you can't be looking at the same well, text line and saying it. We only have sec- one. Yeah, no, no, there's, it's no, not no, like no. we have five but, different text lines. But you're lines. saying it, and then he's saying it right after. Yeah. Well, no, I said Squire first. Text. Well, yeah, that's true. 876-1340. Okay, hold on. What we, what should the Golden Knights name the Golden Lab mm-hmm. that they are going to train and uh, raise to be a, a service animal? Okay, so we've got um, one for Lancelot, Arthur, or again, mm-hmm. I, I think this is kind of certainly pulling on a theme here, but this is uh, Guinevere. I, I don't know that you're going to go Guinevere, but Lancelot and Arthur. Uh, one other thing, there are always Star Wars Easter eggs in the uh, in the pregame video packages that that lead into uh, you know the Golden Knight fighting a dragon and all that. So like to me, Annie would be great. Anakin, throw that in there. I know it's not super VGK specific, but it is a nod to a lot of the elements, a lot of the themes that are in those video packages. Just not Jar Jar. I'm with you there. It has to be something BGK or hockey. Well, it ties in. I'm enough. going to just put that that stipulation in. Well, does Lancelot work? That's a VGK. Well, it's I mean, VGK-ish. It's, a, it's kind of a knight thing. Yeah, it's VGK ish. Okay. Sword. It's it's closer. Eh. Okay. Uh Elvis, it's on the periphery. I mean, they literally oh, by just the way, we, dressed we ever up talk as Elvis? about uh, the fact that they walked in with Elvis, we yeah, that, that we nailed it. I thought we did. We we mentioned it to a degree, but I don't think we mentioned it enough to like gloat about it. I was pretty happy when I saw them. You didn't have any inside baseball knowledge there. 
that pause tells you all nope. we need to know. No, nope. yeah. I knew, I knew before, mm-hmm. but when we had the conversation, I did not. Okay, I believe you. I uh, knew who was organizing it. Uh, I had uh, had conversations with mm-hmm. Alec Martinez. Yeah, I did not ask. Uh, in fact, I was pretty uh, upfront that I didn't want to know because mm-hmm. I, I had come on here. I didn't want to have to lie to you guys uh, more than I already lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> then, that's that's so, not it at all. Uh, but uh, but I, I thought it was a great choice that they went with uh, Elvis. Okay. Um, we've got Blade, that from Zoe Beatty. Uh, we've got Puck, again, from my daughter Charlotte. And then uh, we've got Champ from Lizette Villanueva. Champ? Champ. Yep. Yeah. Champ, Champ is here. Champ and Chance. Because sometimes Chance is in the office. Okay. That might get a little confusing. I think you guys will be hey, okay. Chance. I don't. And then one, Champ one, comes over. One's a dog and one's a Gila monster. I think you'll be okay. I, I just I worry about the dog being mixed up while uh, the puppy's learning his name. And you're saying, hey, Chance. And then all of a sudden, Champ comes over. And Champ's not supposed to come over. I don't know who Hunter Lawrence is, but he does not win the internet today. What? His, his, uh, his suggestion. You make it sound like you should know everybody that well, texts well, in. Well, no, no. Like, I mean, I don't think he's ever called. I don't, I don't know if he follows us on Twitter. I, I don't think I've ever interacted with him. But oh, Doritos Luxor? No, thank you. That's I, a little, feel, I, I feel like you're having a day. No, I, like some I just, kind of day. I just saw that, and no, outside no, 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 no. of normal, yeah, like there's there's a different element vibe to Chapman today. Yeah, I'm excited. No, 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 no. Like you, you brought this up. You took us down this rabbit hole, but yes. you knew nothing about it. <laughs> and there, and, there na- is and a... now you're saying goofy things about people that are texting in. Oh, Doritos Luxor. I mean, if if you if you've seen the pictures of the Luxor, did they... you have any snacks this afternoon? No. Are you sure? I had a, I had half a bag of chips. I think I think okay. he's trying to allude to what you yeah. had before you came into. What's the, the old Scooby Snacks? No, 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 buddy, the cookie. Oh yeah, yeah, the cookie that you found did, that you ate, did, and you're like, you, hey, this absolutely you, has booze in it. Yeah, I thought it. And and our friend any, Dennis any, Huff from across the hall said, "Who puts booze in a cookie?" Oh, here's a couple of good ones: Auntie and Deuce. Uh, you can't go with Deuce. Is it Deuce the bus that runs up and like, down the strip? Like, seriously. What? Come on, it's gambling specific. I like yeah. Auntie. No. What, like Auntie Ranta? No, no, like, come on, Chapman. So I like, know, I think, get it. What is it then? Well, Auntie, like when you when you make your bet, you got to yes. Auntie up, yeah. <sighs> like, honestly... <laughs> There's something off I, about you today. I was in your I was in your corner until that moment. I was just making a joke. Come on. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll check back in it uh, in a little bit. Uh, let's take a break right now, and we'll come back with some one timers. But I also do want to get into what happened last night. We should uh, dissect that. There's some great reaction if you like honest, upfront, to the point analysis from the participants and the mid-game interview that Bruce had with with Ashley Weiss Mm -hmm. uh, was one of just the best television moments that you you can have. Uh, I know that it wasn't in a good situation, but uh, I do so much appreciate uh, what Bruce offered in, in that moment. And we've seen a couple of those this year. Broad Brindamore comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And I think, the coaches are, are 
some of the coaches can use that for real good mm-hmm. and and can can be on point with what they're supposed to be. So we'll we'll dissect that. We've also got Bruce from this morning uh, after practice and update you on a couple of things uh, that occurred on the ice at City National Arena. That's when the BGK Insider Show continues in Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're all together in the Fox Sports Las Vegas studio, Millard, uh, Chapman, and Wallace. Uh, we're going to move on from the potential dog names for the uh, dog that the Vegas Golden Knights are going to adopt to train and uh, and then present to a service member, a, uh, a service dog. In uh, about uh, 16 to 18 months is going to mm-hmm. uh, take to get uh, this puppy up to speed. And uh, we were talking about names. But I want to get to the hockey game from last night and then a couple other things that uh, that, uh, that occurred uh, in and around the National Hockey League. Uh, so it's um, a situation where the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Florida Panthers, and they get swept by the Florida Panthers. The mm-hmm. last six of seven, uh, it's it's one of those, uh, all of a sudden you're in uh, a streak and a stretch that is very foreign to this organization. Yeah. So going down this path is unusual, but then it hits a thud last night with the way that they were unable to measure up uh, – on the scoreboard and both on special teams and in some of the individual play last night. Did the Golden Knights lose to the Florida Panthers last night because the penalty kill allowed three or the power play failed to score in six chances, including two five-on-threes? And you have to pick one or the other. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pick the power play 100%. Isn't and, that funny? It, I'm I, like – I'm with you, and mm-hmm. you're not alone in, yeah. in that. And normally, if you allow three power play goals, it's all about the penalty kill. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, generally. But it was a 1-1 game, and you had two opportunities with a five-on-three. And, and that, to me, was the game. As soon as the Golden Knights expired the time with the two-man advantage, and they didn't really generate much, and they they kind of sucked momentum out of the building, they sucked momentum out of their own game, it felt like it was over even at 1-1. And all it took were, were the Panthers to go right back down and score a power play goal to make it 2-1. to one. Uh, But it might as well have been 3-4, to 5-1 at that point because you don't convert on a 5-on-3. It kind of sets the bar for the rest of the game. Got our hockey parlay contest coming up in hour number two. We'll be off the air at 5.30 today. The mm-hmm. Henderson Silver Knights taking on the Calgary Wranglers. We'll give way to uh, Brian McCormick at the bottom of the hour and at 5.30. But let's do our game rating uh, right now. We'll dissect uh, the game, and then we'll get into some other happenings around the league. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Paul Paddle, one-timers uh, also coming up. Paul Paddle, uh, one-timers uh, in just a second. But your evaluation from last night, Chapman. Well, I'm not going to go with a one. I'm not going to go fireball. Because they did play a really good first period, I thought. Like, I didn't ask you what you weren't going with. I well, asked you for your game. Rating. I'm just telling you that I, I, I'm not giving it a fireball. I'm going to give it a gin because I thought that they actually played a pretty good first period, especially the first 12 Maybe 13 minutes of that first period, they yeah, looked like were 11-1. Yeah, they look like they're going to blow Florida off the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't give it a fireball because of the fact that they did play a pretty good first period. So I will give it a gin, and I will flush this one down the toilet, and let's move on to the Islanders. As good as the first period was, it's not enough for me to push it up to a two. 
It's just not. It's a fireball to me. It was one of those games where, you know, you were encouraged by what you saw from the Golden Knights, but as soon as they got pushed around a bit, as soon as the score got back to even, and then you couple that with with just an an inability to score or really put pressure on Florida with two five-on-three situations, I can't go anything higher than a one. I'll go two. Uh, with a with a gin, uh, just because of uh, what we saw from that first period, which they were looking for a response. The coach challenged them. You you did get a good response. Uh, Jonathan Marchessault had six shots in the first period. Yeah. They were a wagon for the first uh, twelve minutes uh, of that period. I realize that there's more to it than that, but uh, I think that there should be some acknowledgement there, and uh, that they had opportunities to to win that hockey game in the second period. Uh, with those man advantage opportunities, they were drawing penalties. Uh, so that's uh, a, a good thing uh, to go with it. And for half the hockey game, it, it, it was right there. But the end result and that third goal that put Florida up by a pair going to the second intermission, if it wasn't the power play earlier, it was that one, mm-hmm. that uh, even strength uh, uh, Carver Hagee uh, rebound that, that he put home that, uh, that squished any type of... Uh, hope i i also want to point out i I thought there'd be more in the third Mm -hmm. but i think that's just where this team is right now in in battling itself as much as they are battling the opposition and looking for uh some confidence and looking for some urgency and uh the push that that we saw last night off the start when they were challenged by the 1-1 goal, and then when the power plays didn't go their way, uh, shows how fragile they are right now. Yeah. And it's going to take some work to get through it. Uh, I mentioned yesterday that the, that there's a bunch of practice time available mm-hmm. over the next three weeks, but it's going to take some time for that work in practice, that work on ice, those repetitions uh, under the uh, guidance of the coaches, it's going to take a while for that to show up in their game. It's yeah. not a magic switch. We saw a, a, an example of that where emotionally they were good at the start, mm-hmm. but they're also fragile as they go, and the rest of the game still has some some growing to do. Which is unique in that we, we aren't used to seeing <clears throat> this team kind of in that that space where – a goal or a a bad power play or you know a rough go on a penalty kill can kind of take them completely out of their game and you know I think for the Golden Knights the the understanding is that they'll get there again they're too good of a team they're too talented of a team the the leadership is too good for this to continue much longer but it's about building in the right direction now the the first period I'll admit was a good start to that but there has to be more of that resilience that we've come to know this team to be when they get pushed back in a game some positives but too much of the same yeah now this is a team i and bruce cassidy uh, you'll hear from him in hour number two he does point out the easiest way to get it back on track is to lock it down defensively, mm-hmm. to really dial it in yeah. defensively. Uh, my concern right now is that they're not scoring at the same rate. 
either. So it's a it's a perfect storm of negativity on the scoreboard with the result. They're allowing too many goals, and all of a sudden now they're they're not scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puck isn't falling. Look at the Winter Classic. Uh, look at last. That's one goal in the last six six periods. Yep. Uh, go back to the uh, Anaheim game. I, I know they they beat Los Angeles and they were able to squeak through there, but uh, and and the road trip where. Uh, the the offense just isn't firing right now, and you are unable to outscore mistakes, mm-hmm. which they were uh, previously. Yeah, you're you're right there. It's you know for the Golden Knights, I, I think that the the best way for this team to get themselves back on track is to commit to two or less, right? Like that's where you need to be. You have to be able to get through sixty minute games where you are, are, you're allowing two or less goals because that gives you the opportunity to, to inch in the right direction with the offensive side of the game. Um, you've relied a lot on the likes of Jack Eichel and Ivan Barbashev and Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone. You need more from everybody else in the lineup, not just the, the bottom six forwards, but also uh, some production there from the blue line as well. So in order to make it manageable, in order to make it a, a situation where – you know, you, you race to three, you should feel pretty confident. You're going to have to get the goals against uh, down a bit. I loved what Bruce said at that interview halfway through the second period with Ashley. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was as laying it out there as a National Hockey League coach can. Yeah. He was exasperated. Uh, he was almost pleading with his team. There's half a game to go. You're, you're down one. Let's go. Let's let's show some urgency. The the wind did get taken out of them by the five on three, and when it's your star players mm-hmm. that are out there, your big players that are out there for the five on three, that has a a, a cumulative effect mm-hmm. with uh, the frustration, and you you could you could feel it and you could witness it because after the five on threes, Florida took over a lot of that second period. Yeah, they really did. Um, and again, that's why when you asked me the question, where did the Golden Knights lose the game? It was the inability to convert on the power play. You had two glorious opportunities early on to take control of that game, to build that confidence offensively that we are are saying this team is is in desperate need of. And it just was never threatening. And it's it, it's, you know, at times it's you get those opportunities. You have to at least be threatening. You have to put a team on their heels a little bit, and it just didn't happen. Not a lot of shots that frustrated the crowd. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a one-timer. Talk to Jack a little bit about this today. Mm-hmm. And you're moving around at a five-on-three, you want the one-timer, and then you try to collapse. Uh, but there wasn't enough pucks to the net. And that will be something that I think if they if they get that opportunity again or a power play going forward uh, – tomorrow night against the New York Islanders, you might see more of a shot mentality. They've gone through this stretch before where mm-hmm. Bruce has been frustrated trying to get uh, the the puck to the net, and we've heard Paul Cotter with that second unit talk about it's a shot-first uh, approach mm-hmm. by the second unit. Uh, at practice today, uh, we watched Aiden Hill return to the ice. There's three goaltenders on uh, at practice today with Yuri Patera and Logan Thompson at one end, and... Aiden Hill at the other. So Mm -hmm. that's a great sign. I know Aiden's been skating on his own, uh, doing uh, the recovery and rehab process uh, to get back. He hasn't played uh, since uh, leaving the game against the Ottawa Senators. 
And that that's real, real positive. Not mm-hmm. saying this is any way uh, a reflection on Logan Thompson, what they're going through right now, but having both of your National Hockey League goaltenders available to you in what looks like the near future, maybe inside of a week, is is really encouraging. Yeah, I mean, it, it can provide a spark, right? Just to have your your NHL netminders back and ready to go. It can it can provide maybe. I don't want to say safety net, but just a breather for Logan Thompson a little bit. It provides an opportunity for Aiden Hill. And I think when you look at this team, the the, the backbone of what they did so well early on is they didn't overtax their goaltenders. They had a, a nice rotation. It worked out well. And both guys were, were in kind of a groove. So if you can get back there, that can help you cut down on the goals against. And if you do that, you give yourself a better chance to win. They're looking for confidence right now. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hill on the horizon, that that gives you a bit of a jump. Should, yeah. When Aiden comes back, that should give you some confidence. Mm-hmm. He's your Stanley Cup winning goaltender. He's back in the lineup. You can use that uh, to, to roll it out there and give you a little bit more swagger. We also saw Tobias uh, Bjornfort uh, mm-hmm. out on the ice, uh, his first skate as a member of the Golden Knights after being picked up on waivers yesterday. Yeah, and that, you know, to me is is another area where you look at for the Golden Knights, right? And we've talked about this quite a bit in that, you know, it's not just that you're missing Shea Theodore, but the players that kind of jumped into the lineup or jumped into that slot to help the Golden Knights through earlier on this season, Caden Korzak, Ben Hutton, both of those guys go down with injuries as well. So, um, you know, I I I think with Bjornfoot, like, you're you're hoping that he can kind of get acclimated as quickly as possible. That it gives you another option on on the on the back end if you feel like you need to make a change there or just kind of play with something a little bit different. But that's going to be the interesting one for me because outside of Aiden Hill, the the most important player for the Golden Knights to get back is going to be Shea Theodore. So if you're looking at making a change there, mm-hmm. does Bjornfort go in? Is it Cormier going in? <laughs> that's, like, I mean, that's tough, right? Because like, if you're if you're looking for a player that has more of the attributes that Shea Theodore brings to the table, it would be Cormier, right? Like, that would be your your first thought. But then you're talking about putting a lot of pressure on a young guy, and young so guy who's never played in the league, who's never played in the National Hockey League. So, I feel like Bjornfoot's probably the more the more likely option just because it's a bit safer, 117 NHL games. Like you can, you can feel pretty confident that he'll come in and, and give you something. Whereas I think Lucas Cormier is a little bit more of a, uh, of a, of a gamble just in terms of what you're going to get night in and night out. But there's a skill set that Cormier has that I think could absolutely help this team right now. Uh, Cormier's left shot. Uh, Bjornford is a left shot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Paul's a right shot. He's a righty. Yep. So there's, you got to manage that sure. in, in yeah. and around uh, two. I, guys can play their offsides. I don't know about Bjornfort. I haven't, uh, don't know enough about that particular player or Cormier. Uh, yeah. I know that uh, does uh, end up playing uh, a lot on the on the right side. Sure. Uh, even though he's he's a left shot, mm. is is over there. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, when you're talking about generating a little bit more, uh, maybe taking some stress of the power play away from. Alex Petrangelo, uh, Cormier would fit there, but if you're Cormier and Bjornfort will both be put in a new situations. Mm-hmm. One guy's 
played in the league. Sure. Yep. Uh, the other guy would be making his National Hockey League debut. And are you putting too much? It's not the perfect time. No. Guys have made their debuts. Uh, think about it uh, two years ago. Yep. Uh, the trials that, that they went through, being thrown into the fire. Uh, you you can do it. It's not just not perfect uh, when you put them in. So uh, I'll be curious to see if they do make a change mm-hmm. on the back end, and no guarantee that 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 they will. Whether it's the acquisition of waivers uh, from uh, Los Angeles in Toby, mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, Lucas Cormier. Toby is I I believe that's what the guys all call him. Yeah, Toby. yeah, that's fine. Um, Tobias is very formal. T- Tobias is very formal. Bjornfoot's a fun name to say though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to make a change from a skill set perspective, like what you want in the lineup, I think you go Lucas Cormier. But again, that's a lot of pressure to put on the kid. If they hadn't made the waiver acquisition mm-hmm. and uh, the Golden Knights liked uh, Toby when he was an amateur. Sure, yep. Uh, he was on the radar of the organization going into that draft. Mm-hmm. First round pick of the uh, LA Kings. Yep, uh, they do like him. Uh, they they have gone down this path. Michael Amadio mm-hmm. uh, picked up uh, off waivers, and Grigory Denisenko mm-hmm. picked up off waivers. They they do have a history of uh, of not projects, but uh, players that they can take for uh, pennies on the dollar and turn them into. Uh, National Hockey Leaguers. So I'm I'm curious. Once you pick up somebody like Norfolk, do you do you give him a shot? Does that does that allow you to go down that path easier than putting in somebody that would make their National Hockey League debut? I think it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would I would go with the idea that they would be more inclined. Yeah. So I'm curious to to see because you're right. If you're talking strictly generating some more goals or mm-hmm. or the power play, yeah, Cormier is your guy all day yeah, long, hundred uh, percent, absolutely. But there's also the fact of you got to keep the puck out of your net a little bit more, right? So uh, where where is your focus uh, on that? And uh, that's for John Stevens and uh, Bruce Cassidy to to really get into it along with uh, the management. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we get tomorrow. Uh, let's uh, take a break. And when we continue, we will set up hour number two, which will include the hockey parlay contest and uh, a little bit more on Fox Sports Las Vegas. There's Jonathan Marsh. So practice uh, today talking about uh, what's happened in the last uh, couple of weeks with the Vegas School tonight. So we've got the hockey parlay contest coming up in hour number two. We will give you three games. And if you are the lucky contestant and you pick the winner in all three games, you will win. And that's a a big opportunity to have some fun. And uh, we've got two of the three games determined. There's one more that has to be locked in. That's why we had to push it to hour number two. And then we'll also uh, bring you some Bruce Cassidy audio from today as he walked through uh, the response to last night, what their focus was at practice today mm. and at the end of practice there was some uh, really good battle drills in front of the net uh, just working on coverage uh, John Stevenson John Stevens was uh, putting the puck on net and instructing uh, his defenseman on how, on how he wants them uh, tackling that kind of environment it was two on two uh, right in front of the goalie uh, and at the far end Bruce Cassidy was taking clappers 
because normally it's uh, John Stevens mm-hmm. who's working on that with the defenseman and Keegan Colasar tipping the pucks. Mm. But uh, with John uh, occupied, Bruce, the pick of the Chicago Blackhawks yeah. way back when as a defenseman, was uh, firing those home, and he, and he got a couple to go, courtesy of Keegan Colasar. Good velocity. If it wasn't this time... Like the Vegas Gold Knights going through this, <laughs> yes, it would have been the perfect opportunity to go down that path with Bruce because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he embraces that kind of stuff. Yeah, even I know my spot. <laughs> I'll just sit on that for a little bit. Uh, we've got a couple of tickets to see the Boston Bruins against the Vegas Golden Knights next Thursday. Be caller number five right now uh, to 702-876-1340. and then we will also take caller number twenty-one to be in the hockey parlay contest at the top of the hour. Makes sense. So light up those phones, and Chapman is standing by. Hour number two of the VGK Insider Show, coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Parlay, that's the one. Parlay. Parlay! Time to parlay with the insiders. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. Three games for you. You pick uh, the winner of all three. You will walk away with that week's uh, pot, and it rose by $100 every week until there's a winner. We had one a couple of weeks ago, so we're up to $200 right now. Tell us about today's contestant, Chapman. Well, if you listen to the VGK Insider Show or the post-game show with Ryan Wallace, you know our next contestant. It is none other than Rita. Rita, how are you? Oh, evidently good. I'm going to win some money. You got that right. And we have never, and this is nothing against anybody else that's participated, we've never had somebody that we're rooting for more than you. To win this. So uh, let's start off with the first game, courtesy of Chris Chapman. Well, Rita, my game was picked beforehand, and uh, I'm going to... What do you mean? Well, it's it's a very difficult game to start, so it's it's a tough one. Uh, Tampa Bay, they visit the Boston Bruins at 4 p.m. our time tomorrow. Okay, Tampa Bay. Nice. Tampa Bay Lightning that. to win on the road. Wallace. All right, Rita, I got the, uh, this is going to make you really mad, but I got the Florida Panthers at the Colorado Avalanche. Two teams I know you don't have any love for. Okay. Oh, damn. I, I, oh, God, I hate this, but I got to go with the Panthers. That hurts. Wow. Sorry, Rita. So back-to-back uh, road teams. Two tough games, though, Rita. Like Tampa Bay, Oh, it's all a crap shoot. Tomorrow, Arizona could be New York Rangers. You never know. Well, I just want you to know, and it'll be obvious with my game, who really loves you the most (laughs) on this show? Because Chapman gives you two Eastern Conference powerhouses, uh, a team that won back-to-back Sonic Cups a couple of years ago. And then Chapman offers up last year's finalist in Florida and the champion from the year before. I'm, I'm going to just... Just throw this out there. Toronto against San Jose. San Jose has lost <laughs> 10 games in a row. Oh, like, that's not easy. San Jose has had Toronto's number, and Toronto's supposed to be good. Oh, damn. Just 
Just say it like I mean, you should. I would love it if San Jose beat them. Oh, God. This is not oh. that difficult of a decision, uh, Rita. I know you say Toronto, and I'm going to go with Toronto, but I'm rooting for San Jose, except oh. I want the cash, so yeah. we'll go with Toronto. Oh, no, Darren. Just, just so you know, I'm like, I laid that out for you. And if if nothing else, if it was, we've determined who loves you the most on if this it was program. Any other I, team know, Toronto? There's a post game show, and I'll know if San Jose beats Toronto, and yeah. I will be raising hell. <laughs> Don't worry, Rita. We we got it. If yeah, it comes it, down to that game, we got it handled. Martin Jones is going to go in against his former team. Oh, no. He's been great this oh, week. Well, yeah, Martin Jones can play against anybody but us, so that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Rita, I'll give you one chance to switch any of your picks. You comfortable with that? Yeah, you got to go with the gut. So you're going all three road teams? It don't matter anymore. Okay. You're such a sweetie. Love you guys. You're the best. Rita. Now I want the cash. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I want it for you. And if if you don't win it, I'll get Chapman to just write out a check for you. All right. There's, courtesy uh, of Lotus Broadcasting. No, courtesy uh, of, of Darren Millard. Yeah, courtesy of Johnny Blue Check Mark. Come on. Yeah, three hundred fifty grand. I could probably uh, spare a couple hundred dollars. Uh, thanks, Rita. Uh, there's Rita on the VGK Insider Show playing our hockey parlay contest. Uh, mm. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden. You you know. That the San Jose Sharks are absolutely going to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not a chance. Darren. Hey, congratulations. Toronto. Congratulations to Team USA. Yes. World Junior Hockey Champions. Thought you'd avoid this. No, no. It was uh it was great. It was it was on in the room. The mm-hmm. the game was on, the gold medal game was on during practice. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you there's a couple of players what we have TVs up in our office. Yeah. That if you're in a certain angle on the ice, <laughs> you can you see. Can see. Yeah. And uh, and Jack was tracking the score. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw it was two on Sweden uh, at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, and was was following along. Obviously, he had uh, the backing of uh, the American squad, and uh, Team USA wins the World Junior Hockey Championship. How did Canada do? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, they didn't medal. Were they there? Did they even show up? No, they they were there. They just oh. didn't medal. Oh. Yeah. Well, did you hear? But there's a new rule in the World Junior Hockey Championship. What's that? No. Did you get you guys didn't follow no, the, this? The, the new rule that that, new, that he just new, made up no, on the spot. No, there's, there's, that, that <laughs> basically a, cha- a gold medal for the USA is a no, gold medal for Canada. No, I'm I'm happy. I, yeah. Team USA was the favorite coming in, mm-hmm. and they answered all the pressure, and they won against a uh, pro Swedish crowd that yeah. in their back in Sweden's backyard. Uh, that was an awesome performance. Boy, and the, I am the really, end of that game was fun too. I'm really I was really impressed how. Team USA handled all and any adversity mm-hmm. while still being a powerhouse. Like, they were a wagon. It yeah. wasn't like they yeah. wobbled at times. They were a wagon throughout. But the the rule that the uh, IIHF came up with just after the preliminary round at the, the quarterfinal stage, mm-hmm. they stated that a team is a nation is not allowed to win the World Junior Hockey Championship three years in a row. From far and so wide, oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee.
from not, that's a Christmas tree guy, right? Not, not yes. quite the the anthem I was looking for, Chapman. But that that's the rule. The <laughs> IHF said you can't win the World Junior Hockey Championship. Yeah, U20, that's what it is. Three years in a row. So Canada was ineligible. Then why did they play to, to win? Well, because why the, were they even playing? It, it came up at after the preliminary round. Oh, got it. So okay. that's why they Changed when the they rules. lost in the in the quarterfinals, oh. it's like. This is really weird. They, they can get their players. Wait, like they you're, lost you're in trying, the quarterfinals? Yes, yeah. they didn't medal. You're, you're trying to steal Thatcher Demko. And you're <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, boy. Boy, desperate times yeah, up north of the border, eh? Oh, I can't wait for the Olympics. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Uh, that I, I can't wait for the Olympics, too. It's... If, if they... Canada L. If they oh. go, it's going to be so if, good. If they go? Oh, the... NHL players. Yeah. I thought you were saying if Canada goes, because apparently well, they didn't show up for this well, tournament. They, so they might not be yeah, the, invited I mean, yeah. next time. <laughs> we're working on our bobsled. No, no. What you're working on is trying to coax Connor Hellebuck or Thatcher Demko to to switch citizenship. Yeah, guys, they pay Canadian taxes. Let me ask let me ask a <laughs> you, question. You guys weren't so tough yesterday when John was We were on. trying to get the words in, but you, <laughs> you guys were like reminiscing. It was weird. It was so You guys weren't very it was talkative like, there. It was like this Canadian strategy session. Like how can we win more games? Oh, let's just poach Americans. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, where that, you've come to. That that's how bad it's gotten up there. I mean, listen. Which goalie do you take? Like, if you had to, if you could only pick one, Hellebuck, Thatcher Demko, which one is it? Like, which guy are you putting that pitch to? The good part is we don't have to decide right now. Well, you can decide in the moment. No, because what if somebody doesn't get their citizenship and we have to take the other guy? Then... I don't want somebody I, to feel bad. No, no, I want it. this out there. I who, want who's to Canada's number here. one goalie right now? Twenty twenty six is the Olympic Winter Games. We've got some time here in Italy. We've yeah. got two years. By the way, it is it's an Olympic year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paris. That's that's kind of cool that we're we're all of a sudden into an Olympic year. But uh, and the best thing that the IOC ever did was to split those up. You guys are probably too young, mm. but. The Olympics no, no, used to be used to be winter and summer in the same year, mm. and they split it up and they did two winter games inside of two years apart, okay. just to separate them. That that that's the best part. So now we have at least one of the summer or or winter uh, every two years. Uh, so twenty twenty six Canada looking for uh, goaltending. Well, if if the Olympics were this year mm-hmm. coming up. Aiden Hill would be in the mix. Sure. Yep. Aiden Hill would be one of the three. I would venture to to put his name out there for mm-hmm. because of the Stanley Cup championship yeah. and the way he started this year. Uh, I know it's a smaller sample size when you're talking about being uh, included in that elite group, uh, but. He might as well go with the the hot hand, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and hope that uh, that he's able to follow through with that. So uh, Aiden Hill would definitely be one of them. After that, you, you've got five or six guys that would be considered, and you might go with whoever's playing better at selection time. Jordan Biddington would be part of that mix. Mm-hmm. Carter Hart, yep. would be. Part uh, of of the 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 mix on, on that, 
would Stuart Skinner be considered? Uh, what I would take the, him just for the mustache. Uh, he, and by the way, what they're doing there, he has been better. Like the Oilers have all been better. Mm -hmm. There may not be anything left in the tank by trade deadline for him. And and if he if they falter in the playoffs mm -hmm. because of goaltending, yeah, it's not fair to blame him. I'm I, just I'm going to say that right now, based on what they've, how much they've had to play him, yeah. and already being a stressful season. But Stuart Skinner uh, would be somebody that would be uh, in in the Team Canada conversation. Yeah, there, there's not a standout obvious guy for Team Canada. The they had a marvelous run of goaltenders between the, the four guys that played the 1,000 games to Eddie Belfort to Curtis Joseph to Marty Brodeur, Mark Andre, Patrick Waugh, Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get away from that and slide into do you want to play do you want to give away the tickets now yeah, or do you, okay 702-876-1340 be caller number five and we'll give you two tickets to see the boston bruins against the florida panthers as chapman answers the phone uh listen or the boston bruins against the golden knights what did i say the florida panthers oh sorry uh i'm, I'm trying to multitask here uh the boston bruins against the uh vegas golden knights uh, as, as you band. as you listen to the uh uh the audio of Bruce Cassidy, uh, really take in where he was last night and just the overall, I, I love the big picture of coaches being able to handle all of this. And uh, Bruce was in a uh, relatively good mood and a uh, pragmatic mood today. Is it the same thing every night that you're deficient in? Can't score, can't keep it out of your net. Is it special teams? Is it injuries to keep areas of your game? Uh, is it you can't hold a lead? Is it you're always chasing the game? I think we've kind of fallen into a little bit of everything. So f for me, I don't think it's as simple as pinpointing one area of the game. Keeping the puck out of our net's probably the biggest one we've got to address. And um, usually that's the easiest way to get back on track. You know, you can win some games that way. It's tough to win scoring five and six every night. So um, conversation can help loosen up maybe the room a little bit, groups. We met with the leadership group today, the middle of the road group. We, we do that periodically anyway. It's kind of that half-year check-in anyway. We're kind of a quarter pole, mid-year, deadline, you know, end of year. So that has nothing to do with our record. It's more about it's time. Um, today we went back to a little more basic practice about being connected all over the ice. So the drills were a little more pedestrian in nature, but they're more about playing as a group of five and sometimes that's enough to get you going I think that is one of our problems is we're not in sync on the ice so practice times allows us to do a little bit of that I don't know if I'm answering your question but I don't have there's not one thing on our list that says hey this is going to fix the golden knights I I do believe a sense of urgency will get half of it done understanding the reality of teams that are coming after us particularly Florida recently um the season is getting more important for a lot of teams, including us. So that 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 factors into it. So from uh, from that point, a little more urgency. Speaking with players as well, like the year after they defended a, a championship, it is more taxing mentally. If they found it to be that way, I'm going through that. So there's a little bit of that baked in as well. So uh, we got to fight our way through it. And 
if we want to get where we want to go. Uh, you know, last year we won. We were an imperfect team. I've said that. We didn't have to be 60 minutes every single night all the time, but we have to be closer to 60. The good news is we're not zero. We had a good first period yesterday. We've had a great game against L.A., pockets against Tampa, not so good against Carolina. So we do have to get closer to a 60-minute game. And some of that, to me, will be urgency, and some of it will be our structure needs to improve. <clears throat> Our, our, our penalty kill, uh, we, we have always tried to get going the other way, especially when Carly and Jack and Stevie and Stoney, they're, they're guys that can certainly counter and get going the other way. Uh, I don't know that last night was any more other than maybe time and score later. Um, I think our mindset is always to recover a puck and clear it 200 feet first and foremost. If we can get some sort of transition the other way, great. But we want to kill the penalty first, which obviously we're only be able to do 50% of the time, which not good enough. <clears throat> Back guys today. Uh, he's back skating with the group, so that's another step. Uh, I, I anticipate uh, we'll see Aiden at some point next week if he keeps making those steps in practice uh, Monday, Tuesday. I'm not sure what's if Sunday's a scheduled day or not. Tomorrow's a game day skate, so I'll be a little different. I mean the live practices. You mentioned last night special teams is your best players. Your best players have to outplay theirs. How much of it do you think could be well, I think it's part of it. I think Petro on the power play is forcing the issue a little bit, to be quite honest. Um, and, and some of that is wanting to help the team win. Um, but it's also more minutes that we're relying on production. Um, power play typically is not intense minutes in terms of uh, you know on your body because you usually have the puck but it's still mental it's there's checklists there's entries there's plays that what's the other team doing so there's more responsibility on your plate um anybody else on that group besides petro that you're sort of referring to or i, I just sort of meant we guys heard with carlson now just the top guys are maybe getting Well, with Carly out, we've, we, we did use Jack a lot more this year in the PK. With, with There's always going to be a residual effect of that. Early on, it was great. Our PK was humming along, and we're, we're actually scoring. Um, some of that has dried up, but Jack's still playing those minutes. It also takes away an opportunity for someone else in a game like last night that's maybe could get more minutes or stay in the game, whether that's Will Carrier, whether that's – wouldn't have been Colasar last night, but – <clears throat> maybe Amadio on the kill, somebody that's not on the other special team as much. So you lose that effect by using those guys more. Is it taxing on them? Yes. Um, most top guys do have more on their plate. Maybe not as much as Jack. I've said that. And Petro, we're leaning on them a bit. Petro's result of Theo's power play, not being able to play, and Huddy and Korzak both played in the top unit for a while. So... Petro's probably the guy, and it's not an ideal world in terms of his workload. Can he handle it? Yes. Right now, the, it was out of sync the other night. He's one of five guys, so it, it's on all of them. But to answer your question, yes, when you lose key people, other guys are asked to play more and do more. And Hill, we've asked Aiden to do more. Or sorry, uh, Logan to do more. We've asked the defense to do more in Theo's absence. 
The problem we run into Jesse a little bit is they're trying to be Theo a little bit instead of just kind of bring some of what he brings, i.e. puck moving, uh, you know, a little bit of that. But they're not going to just wake up and be dynamic like Theo. And I think that's what maybe gets lost in translation, that as coaches we have to do a better job getting across. Be the best version of yourself, um, but add a little bit of this if you can. And it can be a fine line. You mentioned, Bruce, the urgency. And how do you get a team to accomplish what your group did last year to get their urgency level where it needs to be? Well, we're going through it, Dave, and if I had the easy answer, we wouldn't be losing eight out of ten, right? So we're going, or whatever it is, but um, we are working through it. And some of it is that middle group that maybe feels like, okay, last year, I'll use this example, I feel like we had the best fourth line, the best third pair. People talked about it. It's open to argument, but it's there, right? That, and they were a big difference for us. When the top two lines got equalized or whatever, like we had the advantage there. We need that out of that group again, every night. We, they need to be predictable in what they're bringing. We need them to be the best versions of themselves to make up for some of the, the absences. We don't need them to be, to be something that asks them to be something they're not, if that makes sense. And, and we need Logan to be the best version of himself while Hill's out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. We might not have the record we had at the start of the year, but our record would be better and we'd get through these stretches with a decent record. And then when you get back to your team, then your record probably reflects your whole group again, right? And it gets up to here. But our record's gone down to here when we need it to be a little bit of, you know what I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying there? If you're a, a 650 team with your full group, well, maybe being a 575 to 600 team with your less some of those is, is, is a reasonable goal. Um, and, and then you wouldn't have these ups and downs. We wouldn't be talking about slumps. We'd be talking about, you know, trying to extend streaks, et cetera. And that's kind of what's happening right now, I feel. So we're trying to get those guys to be a little more of what they truly are. And they're probably trying to do a little more because guys are out. And it, maybe it's conflicting with, you know, just getting them to be the best versions of themselves, if that makes any sense. So that's a bit of the, the task right now that's in front of us. Um, and then you, you know, you need the timely saves and goals. Make a play at a key time in the game to, to you know, like we did at the start of the year. Um, we were out some defensemen at the start of the year, and we, we found a way to do it. Um, I think Stevie was out a bit, so we had other guys, you know, like had to step up in different spots. And that's kind of what we're missing right now. There's Bruce from this morning. Covered a, a lot of ground. Aiden Hill out there. Uh, Tobias Bjornfort uh, also scheduled uh, to make his uh, debut on the ice with the Golden Knights uh, today, and he followed through with that with his arrival in town with his first practice with the team acquired off waivers yesterday. It was a it was a good practice and uh, a lot of skills work after. Mm. Um, Jack was doing a bunch of uh, drills with Sean Farrell. You had the defenseman uh, at the one end doing, uh, diving into and spending more time on getting pucks to the net and a couple of guys working on net front coverage as well. So uh, being able to do some specialty work along with the drills that Bruce talked about, uh, trying to make them a little more connected. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how that how that shakes out for Vegas tomorrow against an Islanders team that uh, can frustrate you if uh, if you're not ready to go. 
Islanders against the Golden Knights tomorrow. We are on the air with the pregame show with Ryan Wallace uh, at 6 o'clock. The yep. TV pregame show will be at 6.30. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the Thunder game. The Henderson Silver Knights playing the uh, Thunder game uh, mm -hmm. next Thursday. Okay. And uh, looking forward to uh, that one. And uh, that's going to be uh, some fun. So Jeff Sharples is going to join us on the TV side tomorrow. Oh, nice. Our, our buddy Jeff Sharples. I just wanted to mention that because it ties into why we're wrapping up the show right now. Yes. The Henderson Silver Knights are on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. So with uh, Brian McCormick up in Calgary take on the Wranglers so mm -hmm. it's a it's a great uh, double dip of hockey well three straight really uh on Fox Sports Las Vegas last night uh Florida Panthers tonight Calgary Wranglers and the Henderson Silver Knights and mm -hmm. tomorrow uh you've got the VGK against the New York Islanders and that's one of the few teams that Vegas hasn't seen yet yeah yeah the Islanders. Uh, Rangers that they haven't seen not the Rangers yet no not the Devils so just those three New York yeah. area teams yeah Maybe. I think that's it it might be. It's possible. Have they, they gone Carolina? to Nashville yet? Wait a minute. They haven't played Toronto yet. Yeah. No, or Boston. Not. Or Boston. There's five. Or Nashville. I don't or think Nashville. they've played Nashville. Yeah. I've been to Nashville. I've never been. Have they I played have. Hold on, have they played Minnesota? No. Okay. Well, so Sounds seven, like eight. eight? No, more than I thought. Yeah. They always play Minnesota very late in the season yeah, for, it's some, a little for weird some reason. How that yeah. Works out, yeah. I don't know why that is. They went to Minnesota in February last year. Father's trip. Yeah, right up to the All-Star All -Star game. Little axe throwing. Uh, have a good weekend, you guys. Oh, we will. You too, well, buddy. Stay safe. Be happy. Uh, so hopefully the Golden Knights can get some uh, good mojo going against the New York Islanders. And then it's a couple of days of practice before they play three and four, starting with the Colorado Avalanche on Wednesday. And we'll be right along with you for the ride.